Welcome to the GD Spirit Pub for rebel souls, earth angels, and courageous hearts. Because we believe we chose this crazy human existence, we're here to ponder upon the challenges, the meaning, and purpose. Cheers to you for tuning in to your soul. And joining us at the GD Spirit Pub for a pint of joy and to enlighten up. Well, hey, welcome to the GD Spirit Pub (laughs) with your hosts, Green Diva Meg, Weenie Greenie Julie, and we're going to talk today about the power of prayer. And we don't mean those prayers you might have learned as a child in (laughs) church or religious type of prayers, although obviously they have power. True. And we we realized as we were talking about this that uh, we couldn't think of a religion that doesn't have some form of prayer. Mm-hmm. So there must be something to it, right? Mm-hmm. I had heard years ago that prayer, and, and by the way, I'm going to preface this with, I've never had any formal religious training at all. Right? We were both raised in homes with... <laughs> I know. <laughs> what, what was that? Like the 60s are like, nah, we just, nah. Mm. I mean... We did have a church affiliation with the Episcopal Church, and at the age of four, they did, because their friends complained, baptize me. <laughs> Which is, I was talking to my sister about that today. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because she was I think I was, I was baptized or, yeah. So. And, and there was a brief foray into Sunday school for me, and I must have complained bitterly because well, my mother was like, oh, okay. But somehow I did learn the Lord's Prayer. I don't know. I don't know where that came in, but I knew it. Like when I, I went to AA at the age of 26 and... You went, oh, I know this one. <laughs> yeah, most people end the meeting with that prayer, even though it's not supposed to be religious, but it's a familiar thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know this one. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. Right? Yeah. Neural pathways, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. When something resonates, we'll hold it. And, and it does hold some something precious, something sacred that speaks to you not just of somebody's religion right and there there must in my mind there are so many uh common principles if you will in that prayer this it's a powerful prayer right and and i'll just quickly say that through the years in 12-step programs that i've attended some people get really upset because it's a christian prayer and and it used to bother me a little bit. I was like, oh, I'm not doing this Christian thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a little rebellious. And then someone said to me and convinced me, it's really not about the religion. Just hold hands and think about what it's telling you and forget that it was Jesus or anything else about Christianity. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you can get the, the, the sense of... Right, when we remove that little inner rebel. I used to substitute God and I'd put good in there or love 
because I could relate to that. I could relate to reaching toward that. And it was something already in me, not this dude outside me right. who was telling me what to do or what I couldn't do. So it's all this slow interchange to where now I can hear God or even Jesus. That one used to really throw me or the Lord mm-hmm. and, and not have a hissy fit on the inside because I've found my own home with that kind of like stuff. an instant rejection. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, and now like I used to not really want to be in church for somebody's wedding or a funeral without feeling like I had to, you know, rebel in mm, some way. Right. And, and, and now I've come to terms with like, there's something here. These people are have a common bond in some way. You know, the the folks that are of this church or whatever. I just try to kind of go along with the singing and not the words, maybe so much, but the, the sensation vibe. of mm-hmm. the vibe. Yeah, where you're you're there to either lift up a couple and you know share in their love or whatever, or pray for somebody who's died mm. in some way. We went to the Groovy Church the other Sunday. Oh, we did. And we they, went to the Groovy Church. They sang, you got to have heart. <laughs> <laughs> and as I was seeing that in that atmosphere, really recognizing it as the bigger heart, the, our source, our creator. or And so it, it had this spiritual tone to it. Because when we are in prayer, I believe, or in meditation, we drop into our heart. And we pull that crazy monkey mind energy away from our head and right. we go down into that one sensation and that bigger well, self. And while we're going down into that, we're also raising our vibration, right? So true. Yeah, the Groovy Church, Julie and I used to try all kinds of different, you know, meditation groups. And this uh-huh. was a church that we'd been to like 25 years ago, yeah. right? The inst- what is it? The Institute for Spiritual, Spiritual Development. Development in Appearance Sparta. Yeah. And we know people there. Yeah. We walked in thir- 25 years later, like, hi. <laughs> and it's in an actual church yeah, it is. building, they, they which is kind of funky. They also sang Pennies from Heaven, which I found oh. to be so much fun. Yeah. See, I think that's my favorite thing. Whenever I do go to any kind of service, the, the singing part is like my favorite yeah, thing. Because music has has that universal connectivity that that prayer they're finding even scientifically that that taps into our connection the web that is about love and trust and faith and all those beautiful things that every religion also talks about and prayer is sort of our avenue there or meditation or blessing you know sending people love bombs as you're driving in a car on the way here I went not the wrong way, but the slightly longer way because I was <laughs> I was on automatic. I was on autopilot. And as soon as I recognized what I did, I went, oh, well, that's okay. Along this way, I'm going to be trailing love and blessing. And then within 50 seconds of saying that, there was a detour. And I went, oh, well, now this is not, and I stopped myself and said, okay, well, now I'm taking a turn down into this neighborhood. I'm going to bring love bombs down here because as soon as there's a detour, can you imagine the negativity that goes along that detour? Oh, yeah, everybody People going, are irritated. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't so I thought, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to bring that prayerful sense of energy that, well, what if as my car pulls through here, I am like sucking out the negativity and and pushing in some light and 
that makes it feel purposeful. So I didn't have to be upset for the extra two minutes that it took me. Can I just follow you around all day? (laughs) (laughs) You are. You're so good at this stuff. And then I came around the other side and there's a policeman and he's looking, you know, of course, thoroughly bored and probably getting a lot of negative vibes thrown at him. And so I did an extra special rainbow love bomb (laughs) 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 with with all kinds of uh, what um, iridescent. Mm. I have fun with my my love bomb visualizations because if ever you're in the car and feeling dragged down by something, you just spot someone. And of course, there's always someone in a car on the side and start love bombing them with glitter, with whatever. And it changes my vibe. So it works because I don't know what's happening with them, but it's definitely changing me. So the song running through my head is Love Boat, only it's Love Bomb. Love it. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. Julie. But that's Julie a- was the uh, Oh, yeah, Julie, the cruise director. Cruise director. <laughs> Well, there you are. I'm directing my love bombs. There you are. Yeah, I think love bombs are definitely a form of prayer. Mm-hmm. That music means it's time to highlight our wonderful sponsors who help make this and other GD podcasts possible. Let's start by giving a hearty shout out to our newest sponsor, PowerPost Box. Want to get more active to help the environment, fight climate change, advocate for wildlife, reduce waste, and change policy? Postcard campaigns are a great way to help, and PowerPost makes it super easy. PowerPost is the first eco-advocacy subscription box, giving busy environmentalists like you a simple way to make your voice heard. Every month you'll receive... Postcards, stamps, writing materials, addresses, and information about a specific environmental issue, including research, talking points, links, and other ways to help. All you need to do is grab some friends, family, your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and help amplify the voice for our environment. But wait, it gets better. In each box, PowerPost includes a few green goodies to introduce healthy products for better green living. Amplify your activism. Sign up today at PowerPostBox.com and use the coupon code GREENDIVAS for 10% off your first order. PowerPost. Words have power. Now, while we're speaking about power, let's also talk about our other awesome sponsor, Envy Heater. The Envy Heater is a super efficient, wall-mounted electric panel heater that looks great in any setting and heats up a room in just minutes. Costing only $0.04 per hour to run, the Envy Heater is a great product for people looking to reduce their carbon footprint and save money. Safety is a priority. They're great for homes with small children and pets because of the cool-to-touch design. It's easy to install Envy Heater, and you can do it yourself in just a few minutes. Find out more about Envy Heater at eheat.com. I keep reading about, and I don't retain the details. I just go, yay. (laughs) Uh, But I see so many studies now from, you know, major, like Harvard Medical School. Yes, Columbia. Right, all doing these major studies on prayer Mm -hmm. and the the effects of prayer and that they are indeed 
real, whether mm. it's related to a medical condition or yes. just and, changing yeah. our brain waves. And it's wonderful, too, because there are now scientists who are bridging the gap into spirituality. Like Greg Braden was a NASA engineer, physicist. Yeah. Bruce Lipton, unbelievably great voices about the science of metaphysics and spirituality. And these studies, I've read so many, each time I do the same thing, I have this like check mark in my brain of, yeah, right. Yeah, there's we actually, knew that, but yeah. now they're saying there's a scientific yeah. validation. The one I read this morning was Duke University did a, a study on 150 cardiology patients and their aftercare. So, and it was double blind. So those who were prayed for did not know that was happening. And neither did the researchers know uh, who was getting prayed for. And, and sure enough, the ones who received the prayer had less incidences of every negative possible thing right. that could happen. They recovered more quickly. They didn't have, um, you know, whatever those different things might, infection, I don't even know. But that is so cool, um, particularly for science to to know that there's more to healing than drugs and surgery and, and invasive stuff. And, of course, we have known that, you and I. Right. And, and many people who are like us, whatever. That, right. But it's a great affirmation. But, yeah, it's yeah. exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. And Greg Braden is is amazing speaker on this because he himself has seen a lot of these studies in action and and talks about the the big bang and how if we all come from the same stardust, the same consciousness, right. then there's a physicist thing called entanglement. Now they're calling it in physics. Yeah it's, yeah. it's like a new theory of physics. It's, that it means that if something has ever been unified, it is always... Is it quantum entanglement? I, I think it is. Maybe. I think that's what it's called. Wayne was reading about it and my brain exploded when he tried to tell me. <laughs> so essentially, and they, they talk about this as that we are actually one human family as well. So it, it, but it goes even bigger than that, that, yeah. that our bodies are from the same star stuff. And so we're connected and will always be because we came from this unified field. And even though we're separated in our own little bodies, and perhaps even that is an illusion. Right. We, therefore, are connected. And when we access that through prayer or meditation, mindfulness, listening, we are activating our bigger, broader self, our oneness, our source. If you've ever meditated and had that experience, it's mm. happened to me literally twice in 30 years of trying to meditate. But if you've ever had that experience where you're well, I have had the experience where my soul feels like it's expanding beyond my body. Mm -hmm. And one time I literally felt like I went into the stars and I could, I like had this nano second where I scratched the surface of what it means mm. to be connected. And I was like, wow, we really are all connected. Oh my God. And then I came back to earth and was like, <laughs> spent the next 10 years trying to get that experience. Yes, you know? I had that same thing. I was, I was part of the Milky Way. Yeah, right. And like, oh yeah. my God, I'm one 
one big love bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then you're human back again. Back to regular life. Damn. But when they analyze the brain as that's happening, so they've done studies with meditators and and religious folks, and what happens when they go into deep prayer is the, I think it's called the parietal lobe, which is basically our, our sense of self, and which is our smaller sense, mm-hmm. goes dark. So when someone is in prayer, they're beyond their own sense of self, their own little container right, identity. Right, right. And the frontal lobes, which are um, our connectivity, and they light up. And and that's also where the RAS is. So there's this um, filter. Oh, yes. That's not rodents of unusual size. That's from uh, <laughs> Princess Bride, right? R-O-S. Oh, my name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> Yeah, the the filter that whatever we focus on is what our brain will bring in. So if we're focused in prayer on goodness and blessing and healing for ourselves or others, even if we're really mad at them, we focus the goodness and we can't necessarily feel that it's helping. Apparently it's helping. One of the, the biggest lessons I learned about prayer, 30-something years ago, like 31, I was doing this course for healers. Remember that? Up at mm-hmm. the the center of the light. I think you and I reconnected right after that. Yes. And this was a fascinating, this was me connecting to my spirituality for the first time really in this life or consciously, because I believe we're always connected. Mm -hmm. So we're doing this weekend and we were talking about prayer and they told a story about a little girl that was part of their community, a daughter of members of the community who was very, very sick with cancer and everybody wanted her to live. And everybody was struggling and they had the prayer chain, you know, rallied up and everybody praying. And I'm not sure. I think what happened was is she was at a critical point and they rallied everybody to pray for healing and she died. Mm. And then everybody's like, wait, wait, that's not. And then there was this realization among the group that for her, healing was transformed if you are if you will whatever death was healing for her mm-hmm. and it was a big lesson for the person who was telling the story because it hadn't occurred to them that healing might not look like what we think it is in our in our sort of human expectations our definition right so i think sometimes prayer we have so many expectations and it sets up all these expectations. Like, I've been praying for this and it's not happening, so my God sucks. Or, you know what I mean? People get really disappointed yeah. in their higher power or whatever because they don't get what they want or what they think they need mm-hmm. or what they think that person needs. Yeah, the old gift of the unanswered prayer that we all have examples of where, whoa, if I'd yeah. gotten that, what would that have looked like now that I'm I'm beyond and found other good things? Right. Like sometimes I think, thank God, you know, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But- so that whole episode stayed with me as a strong illustration of praying and leaving things up to a higher power right. to really decide the good what, of all. Concerned. Right, right. So I remember the lesson there that weekend was about not attaching our expectations, but to to really be open to what the best for all is and not attach like, well, it would be best for me if mm. this happened. Because it's not about me all the time. Yeah. When two years later my father was dying of cancer, 
And I wanted to pray, like, please let him live. Mm. That was what I wanted to pray. Of course. But people around me reminded me, pray for what's healing for him. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what that means. Yeah. And comfort and peace for you. Right. And right. So if we extend comfort and peace toward whoever is struggling, we feel it. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. Prayer is this incredible boomerang that comes back in the moment that we're praying. And so you're, I, I'm the same way. I try to detach from what I want, yeah. but I want to raise myself to that place of loving what is, as they well, say. Well, yeah, and, and trusting. See, that's where having faith in whatever higher power you... Ascribe to. Yeah, whatever you subscribe to, ascribe to. <laughs> Whatever you pray to, trusting it implicitly to have a better idea than you and your little human mind, you know, knows what's best. So I can sometimes call in my higher self who has a better perspective to team up with guides and angels and my higher power. Yeah, you guys figure this out because I can't and it's giving me a headache trying to. You know what I mean? (laughs) And it really works. Yeah. So when my father was ill and I was able to focus my prayers on healing for him and comfort, I felt like those prayers were answered Mm. and really magically so. He had a remarkably easy passing as these kinds of things go. Now, I'm not saying that's because of my prayer necessarily, but I felt that everybody was directing energy that way for him. And also, because that was your focus, that's the part you would remember. Someone else might right. re- remember the struggle of it right. and hold on to that. And that just keeps us in the past instead of, so you were in the present looking for that comfort because you were the comfort. So we, we get what we project out, and, and in that way, our prayers are answered I love the the idea that that in metaphysics it's pretty well known that thank you is the best prayer. Right. Thank right. you for what is on its way to me. Yeah. Thank you for already knowing my highest and best and that can be from our soul or I think my gradual acceptance of a higher power was believing in the soul initially that well I must have a better right aspect to me. And the word soul was not intimidating. So I found that was kind of like a stepping stone and then angels and then this so that I could get away from the sense of this patriarchal God who might hurt me Mm -hmm. if I don't do what he says. Right. The morning my dad died uh, and it was a shock to all of us. I remember walking through the kitchen to let the dog out and saying, and it was sort of one of those walking on the on the fly prayer and saying just and it was more to mother nature i think just give me a sign that you're with mom because in that moment i was worried more, about your mother yeah, yeah she was on her own no one had seen this coming and i opened the back door and a v of canada geese was flying solo over my house and honking Aww. like i reeled back in laughter because well, not only are geese, my, both my parents love them. And it's funny, growing up in a town where nobody liked the Canada geese because they pooped all over everybody's lawn in, in a lake community, uh, my parents liked the geese. And 
it reminds me of my dad because he was kind of that spit and vinegar, you know, mm-hmm. tough. Uh, that sign, I will never forget it because it was uh, my immediate feeling was that oh, was his yeah. triumphant. Of course, I'm with her and I am so excited to be free of the, Aww, my body and yeah. everything it transmitted me it, to me within that honking and the shock of the prayer being answered that quickly because mm-hmm. often they are not. Right. But I've found if you need a sign and you say, give me an, an um, you know, undisputable sign, oh, it, it shows. Countless, countless, yeah, countless stories of mm-hmm. f- between us, but I hear them all the time. Yeah. <sighs> I was thinking of a prayer because you said the simple prayer. Thank you. Yeah. You know, gratitude is such a huge prayer. But Jean Brookwell taught me a prayer that was thank you God for everything you've given me thank you God for everything you have taken away and thank you God for everything you have left me and at first yeah your first thing is like what you took things away (laughs) but when you sit with that and you realize that where you are right now is blessed yeah Mm -hmm. and it took me a while to understand and to really grasp that what that meant was being present with everything that you have and, and, and the blessings of the things that you don't have. Right. Right? Mm, so true. Thank God I haven't gotten some of the prayers that I wished for or the things I, I thought I needed. Exactly. Because we're living in the places of unanswered prayers and, and finding our strength there because everything does not come out of the universe like a vending machine. I would like, bop, bop, bop. I'd like, bop, bop, bop. And, and living in that. There you go. Yeah, because well, then we would just be constantly, constantly asking for the new thing without realizing that what we are surrounded with in this moment is enough. And in feeling that thank you for just being here right now being together, having the ears to hear this, whatever the small thing is. is, Gosh, there are just so many blessings right here. And then the other simple prayer, of course, is help. Mm, Help. Being a recovering alcoholic, I know that one. Mm. (laughs) But I've heard so many powerful stories of people who just got, you know, driven to their knees quite literally Mm. and just said, please help me. Mm Mm-hmm. Humility. And it shows up. Yeah. And it leaves us teachable. And because when we're open, cracked open like that, Mm. in the times when I've just been knocked to my knees, oof, that's when I am um, humble enough to start to listen. Yeah. And to realize that we do, we all have this wisdom inside of us, but it needs quiet. And oh, there's a great quote about that. Prayer is sitting in the silence until it silences us. Oh, my. Because aren't we? We're just so darn chatty, and we think we know what we need, and we think we know what's best for everyone. Like, like, (laughs) waiting for us. We're waiting. I'm patient. It's okay. Yeah. Can we truly be silent and not be asking, asking, asking? And just because I I never liked the word prayer because it sounded like a begging, it sounded Mm. like a plea. Yeah. What did you call it? A. Petition. A petition. <laughs> I mean, really? Petitioning God. Petitioning God. God. But then in those moments of, ah, help, it's then it seems like, well, we are human and feel small sometimes and calling for help is a great thing. There's so many different ways to pray. Certainly 
religions all have their various ways of praying and and their reasons for it. Mm -hmm. And whatever works for people, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. some people find the rosary to be an incredibly powerful way to pray. I've developed my own ways of praying without religions because that's just not my thing. It's kind of wide open. (laughs) So I have my own daily rituals, but my sister Lisa has been practicing Lakota tradition and learning about it intensely for like 25 years or more. And it's really been a powerful part of her her life and her world. And just in the last couple of years, I've begun to learn from her. And I did a sweat lodge with her, which I was surprised that I could do. Mm. And that is a form of prayer. Oh, that is. And she taught me how to make uh, prayer ties, a tobacco prayer ties. Uh, they're little bundles and make little tobacco bundles and you put them on a, on a string. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain way to do it or that, that is considered prayer. And there are different patterns, if you will, that for different types of prayers. Mm. And she gave me my own little kit because I did, I did it with her a couple of times. We had done some prayer ties for family members for different things together. And you always have ties when you go into a sweat. And she had a dear friend who was very ill, who was part of this Lakota tradition with her. And I said, oh, maybe I should do some prayer ties for her. And it was really a neat experience for me. I don't know whether it helped. Lisa feels like all of the prayers, because there were many, many people praying for this woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know her. It's an interesting experience. And there's a whole kind of ritual with it. There are certain colors, and you acknowledge the the directions, of course, Mm. and tobacco is a sacred herb. Right, and and the focus of that kind of creative creation is prayer itself because our ability to focus on whatever that is, the healing, the highest good for her, that is healing for us as well. Right. You remember the, um, oh, I think it's Goethe, there's a quote that, if everyone sweeps in front of their own door, the whole world will be clean. Mm. But as we pray, we the prayer is blessed. When I used to feel, well, I don't think this is doing any good for so-and-so, I realized, oh, but it's helping me. So right. that's good because if I'm helped, that ripples out. If they're helped, it ripples out around them. And if we're all connected, it's helping. So I think one of the most important things for me when I was learning to pray in my recovery and as I began a spiritual path, I was really uptight and confused. But like, oh, I don't know how to pray. Exactly. How do you pray? And someone was like, honey, you just got to talk to God like he's your best friend, your trusted friend. And I was like, really? <laughs> Okay. You know, and here's a couple guidelines, but you can do, and, and, and then learning deeper, like that experience I talked about, where, where I'm learning not to pray for specific things necessarily, but to pray for the right things to happen for people and mm. to kind of align myself with whatever is the best for the best for all. Yeah. You know, and feeling connected to our light source is, is just. <laughs> An amazing gift in our own life, and then that radiates out like we are our little lighthouses. Little lighthouse. So in every way, I can think of a way that it isn't helpful. I have like a hundred different experiences, mm. or more, maybe thousands, maybe thousands, <laughs> hundreds and thousands, of times where I had 
really just said, okay, God, I really need your help with this and just surrendered it to higher power. Yeah. That surrendering is the prayer. (laughs) Right. And then then, like the next thing I know, there was a solution that I hadn't thought of or someone called or, you know, something came about. And so I'm learning every time I do that, it teaches me that, oh, okay. Wow. Like letting go can be a prayer. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Say what? It's incredible. Any any way that we... Well, it's like a prayer answered. Yeah. A prayer answered. Right. And, And any way that we lean into the light any way that we lean into love care for someone else sometimes a prayer could be of worry you know mm-hmm. i don't think that is hurtful to them but i certainly think that that doesn't keep our vibe from from raising mm-hmm. but when it's thank you thank you for that for grace or whatever that is to us that sense of all is well, even if it's not what I want. Well, there you go. That's about faith. Yeah. That's about trusting in the bigger plan. I whatever. think that comes, though, with with meditation, with prayer, or at least it has for me. It's, yes. It's become more and more reliant on that place because I find the joy in it. And if we're praying, there is some need for peace or joy reconnection with our higher self well or in in some cases somewhat of a discipline so when i got past the religion thing and Mm -hmm. like uh, rejecting anything from religion that's what i'm looking for when i got past the idea that i had to reject anything (laughs) religious or christian was bad right you know there are a couple of prayers that were pretty powerful that come from christian tradition mm-hmm. like the saint francis prayer mm, love i mean there's just there's no there's endless there's just no end to what that prayer has to offer and wasn't he the dude who was so connected to animals yes yeah, yeah. there yeah. we go yeah see <laughs> see saint frank knew yeah oh did you know that goodbye comes from is actually a blessing and it, it's the english whatever was old it english after? old english um god be with ye goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye get so whenever we say goodbye it's actually a blessing Aww. it could be good be with ye you know if you don't want to use the god term or love be with ye it sounds so renaissance fair doesn't it It totally does i love it <laughs> I learned that at the ren fair <laughs> julie you're such a font of cool knowledge oh well you know google <laughs> I found that one on Google. So do you want to close us out with a nice quote? Oh, I thought you were going to... Oh, do you want me to read read the St. Francis Francis. prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, Howard be thy name. (laughs) (laughs) You can call, you know, Source Howard if you want. And do you know one of the things I do with... Because I don't like the word evil... I don't Ooh, really believe yeah. in hell. I know, so whenever does. I hear it in a, in a prayer or religious context, I change it to ego. Ooh, I like that. And it never fails because it always works in the definition. Mm. If you think about that. What is it in the, the Lord's Prayer? Uh, deliver us from evil. Oh. So I say deliver us from ego. <laughs> <laughs> and every once in a while, like at an AA meeting where they still say that, someone will turn to me and go, did you just say ego? Say, yeah. yeah. And I go, yeah, I did. I like that. Evil is so intimidating and big and, and almost, you know, that vibration is heavy. But ego, we all understand that. And being delivered from our own egos is a pretty lofty goal, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, yeah, so St. Francis said, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it's in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. <laughs> but it, it, it's, yeah, it's an endless source of, uh, it's a good meditation, really, in that, in that prayer. Yeah, the Lord part used to bother me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Lois, make me an instrument of your peace. Lois. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lois. Oh, Lord. I now, but now it. I like Lord. I don't know. It's amazing how those things could change because it was pretty. Right? Yeah. yeah I used to you have some... too. You and yeah. I together, we like, were. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Oh, divine master. Ooh, but yeah, right. I'm over it. I just really think that there's a lot to be learned from that one simple prayer. Mm. It's a beauty. And Mary Oliver, I feel like she's oh yeah. All her writing is is prayer from from nature and yeah. earth, and yeah. so it's like this grounded prayer. I I have a quote from her that I had not seen before. How can you help but grow wise with such teachings as these? The untrimmable light of the world, the oceans shine, the prayers that are made out of grass. Oh, I love that sort of surprise. Ooh, grass is holy. Yeah, right. It's you all know? holy, man. And it's it's like with the spring coming, it feels that wow that that rebirth that that grass that we so take for granted and mow and whatever is is part of the sacred life. And if every blade of grass is a prayer, whoa, take it in, people. Life is fragile. Handle with prayer. Thanks for joining us at the GD Spirit Pub. Hope we helped you remember the gorgeous light that you are. To find out more about the GD Spirit Pub, this podcast, Weenie Greenie Julie, or GD Meg, please visit gdspiritpub.com. This podcast was joyfully produced by Green Diva Studio. Please look for us on iTunes as The Green Divas. While you're there, leave us a glowing review. 